Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you closer to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay and Amber. Hello. To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine and YouTube The Craze for exclusive interviews as they come up. Before we begin, we'd like to give a big shout out to our patrons that helped make this episode possible. Big thanks to Danielle, Stuart, Mian, and Brianne for their support. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash crazemagazine to check out all the great perks we have for our members. So how are we all doing this week? It is almost time for Christmas uh, and this episode will be going up on Christmas Day. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I know we're going to talk about Christmas releases today, but nothing will beat the fact that Kim Hong Joon gave us a Christmas release today. Yes, he did. I know, I cried. Uh, I like shed a tear. It was great. <laughs> I am still hustling to do some last minute Christmas shopping and my allergies are just off the roof today. So that's where I'm at right now. I don't know why because I have really bad allergies right now too like to the point that I can't breathe through my nose when I go to bed and like nothing is helping and I don't understand why allergies are worse in the winter than they are in the spring. Get a humidifier it has been game-changing for me. I know I've been meaning to invest into one. I run it a small one at night right before I go to bed and I wake up just fine. It's because the air is so dry when you run the heat so your body's like haha fuck you. Yeah, I noticed that everything is drier too because like my hands are starting to get dry because I'm always, you know, washing them (laughs) and it's getting annoying. But yeah, so this week we thought like we did for Halloween that we'd sort of talk about Christmas uh, in K-pop and in Korea itself since we do have a team member, Amber, that lives in Korea and has had a number of years experience with Christmas over there. Uh, So... What are y'all's favorite sort of Christmas traditions uh, that come along uh, with K-pop? The end of the year music show that always happens on Christmas. Um, It's not KBS. Hang on. I think it's NBC, but don't quote me on that. But it's one of the big broadcasting stations have their Christmas like music festival. And it's always so cute. I always look forward to seeing if any groups are going to be doing like Christmas releases. We haven't been getting them as much as like prior years, but that's one of my favorite parts about like Christmas and K-pop to seeing all the, all of them do something that's cheery and fun and in the holiday spirit. That's what I like. I wonder if it's because South Korea is having issues with COVID cases again. So like, some comebacks have been uh, canceled and stuff. I mean, the boys recently just released Christmassy, and that was a cute song. You know, there was one release that I barely heard about that I just saw because I was, like, looking for specifically, like, K-pop Christmas stuff, and that was uh, Oh My Girl Banana, is that how you say it? Their subunit released, like, a full-ass album that has, like, Korean versions of songs, English versions, instrumental, and I was like, why have I not heard about this? Man, I don't know. Promotions are weird. Sometimes for me, it's just like, oh, there was a holiday release because I'm like so used to seeing bigger prom- like promotions for it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know this was a thing. Oh, my God. So I'm currently looking down our lovely Christmas craze, a very K-pop Christmas playlist on Spotify. 
And I'm just having a moment going down memory lane because do y'all remember TVXQ's cover Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Okay, look, that is my favorite. I love that. I am like, my family like refers to me as like the Christmas fairy because like as much of a cynical asshole that I am most most time of the year, something- You said of, it, not me. Yeah, I said it. I know. Trust me, I'm self-aware, at least anyway. <laughs> um, but something about Christmas makes me very happy and cheery. So like as soon as Thanksgiving is over, I go into the basement and pull out like all the Christmas shit and put it up and I always have all the music and I essentially force Christmas on everybody around me because I want to be happy. (laughs) Um, So I have like accumulated as many K-pop Christmas songs as humanly possible going as far back as the 2011 like SM giant Christmas album release and that is where I believe TVXQ's Santa Claus is Coming to Town is. There's also a great shiny release on that album um they did a last christmas cover that is awesome i miss that about like also like end of the year holidays we also get a lot of company-wide collaborations happening on a track and i miss having that happen like starship has done it i don't remember if jyp has done it sm for sure has done it i miss having that happen around this time of year I mean yeah sure we get the season's greetings and everything or like the like the group picture but I'm just like I miss having like an actual like music release from companies yeah JYP did one a long time ago like back when they had Miss A still on board and stuff but like all the major I don't know I don't think YG ever did one but JYP's done it um SM uh Big Hit even did one like I don't remember if that was before BTS debuted or like right after, but like they had one with like 2AM and BTS and all of that and FNC, Cube, everybody does it. They didn't do it this year though. I know what you mean. That makes me kind of sad. We'll get it twice as much next year. Trust me. Like once these idols start having audiences again, they're going to go feral for like a couple months and then we're going to get like the most bombastic end of the year festivals we could ever dream of i think that's just true globally like everybody is like so tired of pandemic life that as soon as like we get over it like we're all just gonna explode out of our houses i was just looking at this list again and i completely forgot that jay park was on a track with devici for a christmas song that's the fun thing too about these christmas releases is that you get collaborations that you would never expect half the time um, what are your guys' favorite Christmas releases? Like for me personally, once like Christmas time rolls around, I have to play Got Seven's Confession Song. Like one of the first songs I have to listen to once it's like holiday season. Yes, I love Confession Song. I remember the year that came out. It makes me so happy. I that was like the first song that I blast when I'm setting Christmas shit in my house. Another one that's sort of related is kind of like, it was like an obscure release more in 2016. Um, and that was a original Christmas song uh, from Bake Aeon uh, featuring JB from Got7. I love that song and I don't really know why either. My question is, why is it rated explicit on Spotify? <laughs> why is it explicit on Spotify? That doesn't make any sense. Because I'm staring at it and I'm like, what could be explicit about this? It's a Christmas song. I feel like Spotify just does weird shit sometimes for no reason. 
Um, if we're talking about favorite Christmas releases, we can't forget Miracles in December, that entire EXO album. Or just EXO in general. They've released a lot of winter albums. This is true. I know... I'm trying to think of some other stuff because all of my favorite like Christmas releases have been like covers of actual Christmas songs. Yeah, um, cover wise, I really love Ailey's grown my grown up Christmas list cover. Very, very Christmassy in terms of the music video and I love her voice in general. So that's one of my favorite covers I've seen come out within recent years we really don't have a lot to say this one do we i'm looking through my list give me a second oh i i know cover wise um i only say that because i cried to it earlier today is the uh have yourself a merry little christmas sm station cover uh with wendy um jung jaymoon and niall lee it's like a it's a really like classic sort of cover it's very jazzy and i don't know about you guys but like i really like the like traditional Christmas music of like Bing Crosby and shit from the 40s. So anytime, you know, there's a cover that's sort of like more old timey, I'm about it. It literally listened to the the Christmas gift from TVXQ. All of those covers on there are just exactly what you want. That's true. TVXQ has a fantastic winter album, but K-pop has a lot more than just covers. I feel like they tend to do more sort of original releases than like Western artists. Western artists tend to just cover the classics. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally get what you mean. I feel like if we're going to do like look at Western music releases, yeah, they're covers or I feel like those who are in the country genre happen to do a little bit more than like, you know, the standard like pop R&B artists. It's sprinkled here and there, but I feel like I see more country artists doing Christmas stuff than other artists, if you get what I mean. Y'all have not seen Snoop Dogg's Christmas songs? Uh, No. Uh, And, you know, part of me is surprised to hear that, but another part of me is not at all. (laughs) I'll get you, I'll get you links because Snoop Dogg sings some Christmas songs. It was great. So if not covers, what are some of y'all's favorite original Christmas songs? Oh, uh, NCT Dreams Joy. I think it was a station song. Yes. A couple years ago. For me, it comes off of their very first Christmas um, album for EXO. I loved Christmas Day. That's one of my favorite ones that they've done. I love the performance of that one because they have like suspenders and like they low-key make it sexy. And I'm like, this isn't very Christmassy of you. <laughs> that's so true but at the same time it's just like this the vibe of it is really cute and then uh I love that song that's probably one of my favorite originals I know it's not like a Christmas song but the Christmas edition of merry-go-round by Astro was so freaking cute oh um a song that will make me cry regardless is got seven's miracle also that I'm one's just- too it's too slow and like it makes me sad a little bit what I like like listening to it though is just like I need to calm down a little bit and then you watch the music video and you start crying. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't talked about I use Christmas release. Listen, I'm trying to like be more different. I mean, as much as I love talking about her, <laughs> I did actually like her uh, her Christmas songs though. Yes, I do. Come on, Jay, be on brand. I mean, true, but I'll, I'll let it slide this time. I'll come back full force when she makes her comeback. Speaking of songs that make you cry, um, I don't know why, but Twice is uh, the best thing I ever did. 
that song gets me every time and I really don't know what what about it makes it that way me too I cry like a little baby but like I love that song but why does it make me why does it make the tears come out it's just getting it's just getting to you that little emotional heart of yours I hate to admit it but it's there and it really comes out during Christmas so we talked about like all of our favorite Christmas releases and a lot of these you can actually find on the Christmas playlist that will be released around the same time as this episode. So definitely take a look at that to find all of our favorites and more. So we've talked about the songs. So let's talk about like Christmas or winter traditions. So Roxy, you wrote a couple really cool articles. Yes, I did. So some of the research I've done talks about how Christmas is a bit different over in Korea than it is here. Like the the biggest example I can think of is that in the West, at least in the United States, Christmas is kind of a holiday that you're supposed to spend with your family. And then on New Year's, you go out and party with your friends. And in Korea, it's kind of the opposite. So Christmas is more of like a friend holiday. And then the New Year is more of a serious thing that you spend with family. It depends on the New Year. If we're talking like like January 1st, nah fam, that's a party day. If we're talking about like Seolnal, which is Korean New Year, then that's the one you spend with your family. It sounds like they're more about the partying, which, you know, that is not a bad thing to be considering, you know, for some people, like the holiday season, at least here, is extremely stressful, especially if you don't like your family and then you have to spend time with your family. I mean, I feel that. Um, I've spent two Christmases in Korea so far and it's been wait two no three hang on 2018 no two I've been in Korea too long guys I'm sorry um so Christmas here does not feel like Christmas in the states like it does not look it does not feel there's like no Christmas feel in the air and it kind of sucks that makes me kind of sad and that's contrary to what the internet says apparently (laughs) Like, if you go to the department stores, like, there'll be lights up and stuff, but, it, like, it doesn't feel like Christmas. Like, you get one day off for Christmas. You get Christmas Day off. Everything's still open. Everybody's still shopping. And it's couple central. Like, it, it's, it's like the fifth Valentine's Day. Yeah, as, as I'm sure people realized after listening to GOT7's confession song, Christmas is kind of used as a time as for, like, confessions and stuff Koreans seem to do that a lot because they have a lot of couple holidays we can have a whole episode on all of those freaking holidays it, it's it's a lot to keep track of it stresses me out to think about it I'm single but just the idea seems like it's it's too much it's not worth the effort there was one thing on the article that you one of the articles that you wrote Roxy that I wish I get the chance like I want to experience which is Kim Jong um you know just making kimchi in general it's like for me like I've always wanted to make my own kimchi here but obviously it's a lot of work but like the whole aspect of coming together with your family and making Kim Jong for um or doing Kim Jong for the winter I've always wanted to do it because I'm like I watch videos and I'm like I want to do that yeah, so for those that are unfamiliar, Kim Jong is kind of like, uh, it's like a, I don't want to say ritual, but that was like the first word that came to my mind, but it's like- no, it is. As okay. someone who's been the one, it is. Okay, it's a ritual then. Um, but it's basically where people come together and make a shit ton of kimchi to last through the winter. 
Um, and, you know, obviously people realize how big of a deal kimchi is in Korean culture in general. So like it's a it's a big celebratory kind of thing. So do you guys know why Christmas is a couple's holiday in Korea? I don't know. I actually learned about this like a couple days ago. Um, So the reason why it's like a Valentine's Day, it's because when Korea was ruled by a dictatorship, there was a curfew in place um, and no one could be outside past midnight. But on Christmas Eve, it was one of the days that had no curfew. So young people could go out and have dates at night. So Christmas Day become like a date like it floods from Christmas Eve into Christmas Day. So it became like a like a date thing. That's kind of cute, though, like thinking about it. I mean, it makes it painful for all the singles, but... True, it would suck for you to be... Well, back then, it's just like, I have nothing to do. Like, and I see all of the friends. I mean, granted, it's relatable right now, but it's just like, oh, I wish... Cuffing season, people. It's a thing, and... Sometimes it just leaves you feeling lonely. I'm gonna That's be all I gotta say about listeners. that. I'm gonna be real with you listeners. My first Christmas in Korea, Christmas Eve, my friends and I got drunk at a park and then we sobered up the next morning in Taco Bell on Christmas Day. See, that's what I'm talking about. I don't want to hear nothing about no cuffing season. If we gotta go out and get drunk, then that's what we're gonna do. Wish we could do that this year, but pandemic's a thing, so... <laughs> Fuck it. I'll be outside and get drunk in 20 degree weather. I don't care. <laughs> or you can just join me and Amber be like, hey, lowly Christmas. <laughs> Online call. Uh, all of us are single and sad right now. That's kind of what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <What>? yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, that's the one thing that I don't like about Christmas is like showing all the cute couples and shit. I'm like, dude, that's the one place in my life that I will be bitter forever. I don't want to see that. Let me be Christmassy on my own. Or like seeing all the proposals that happen. And I'm just like, L- listen, I'm happy for you. You have a beautiful ring, but man, I don't want to see this. Yeah, like dude, keep that shit to yourself. Be private about it. I don't want to see it. Or just do it like a couple days later. <laughs> Can you After- imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine if you get engaged on Christmas and then shit doesn't work out? then your Christmas is ruined forever. I've uh, like, I want to make it a thing for me, at least future boyfriend, husband out there. Do not propose to me on any holiday or like birthday or anniversary. No, no, do not ruin these days for me. That is the fastest way to ruin something for the rest of your life. Cause like, imagine- I'm gonna tell you no. I, I Imagine a man is like, he proposes to you on Christmas. Like, oh my God, the love of my life. And then you find out he's like fucking cheating on you. Then every Christmas you'll be like, do you remember that motherfucker that proposed to me, but he was cheating on me the whole time? Like, it's just, it's a bad setup. It's a lesson learned. Don't do it on holidays. <laughs> so one of the things I love about Christmas time in Korea though, is all the food. Because once Christmas time comes around, like, they go from Halloween to Christmas here. Because they don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving for Korea is in, like, September. So once the weather gets cold, the food gets so much better. And my favorite seasonal treat comes back. Do y'all remember Hotok? I think I've gone on rants about this. Yes. I love Hotok. Same. So, like, everyone knows, like, the traditional Hotok with, like, the sweet stuff on the inside. Yeah, that's the kind. Yeah. That's the kind that I tried here. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you, hotuk comes in savory portions, and 
good golly gosh, like I could literally live off Hotuk all winter. I wish here at the Korean Marts they sold the because the ones that they sell here are the the sweet kind. I was like, I want to try the one that has japchae in it, please. Dude, they have some with japchae in it. Yeah, dude. If when you guys come to Korea, I'm gonna show y'all around. There's a really famous hotok place in Insadong that makes hotok with like japchae and vegetables and meat in it. Oh my god. No, but get this. Like couple like before Corona started getting bad again, I was in Busan. And there is a restaurant there that is beer and hot dog. And they had an apple cinnamon hot dog and they had a Nutella hot dog. And I'm just like, bruh. I'm suddenly very hungry for hot dog right now. Oh my God. There's only like, I've only gotten it one place around here, which is not fair. I need more of it. There's like very, I mean, there's a number of Korea towns uh, near where I live, but like, it's always like Korean barbecue, pretty much. There was one one of those hot dog places that I tried, you know, like the famous Korean hot dog that has like the potatoes and shit on it. Oh yes, Myeongdong hot dog. Yes, but there is only one place in like this entire area that does that. And that's where I got the hot dog too, actually. I'm sure if you make some friends with some Koreans in the area, they'll make you non-sweet hot dog. I'm just going through your article right now, trying to come up with more things to say. <laughs> um, So other things, other yummy winter food, Christmassy winter food is the um, walnut cakes. Mm, you can literally buy these in stalls. The other day on my way home from work, I stopped by the stall and I got a bag. Like, do y'all know the pharmacy bags that you get your prescriptions in? Yeah. So it was that big of a bag for like $1.50 of nothing but little tiny walnut bread. And it was like to the brim. Uh, I think we have one here. Uh, we have a Coco Hodo here. And so, yeah, that one's really good too. It's too late for me to be thinking about all this food, y'all. It is 1230 in the morning. But like, are the stalls open that late for you to get food? Yeah, but I'm not putting pants on to go get the food. <laughs> Another dilemma of advertising <laughs> pants to get food. Look, that's a dilemma we all face in our lives at one point or another. I'm always telling Jay that I want food, but I don't want to put pants on. See, that's where delivery comes in handy. At least here, you can tell them to leave it at your door so nobody has to see you when you pick it up. Well, at the time, she was like, oh, they delivered it, but I have to go outside. <laughs> it's at the bottom. And then luckily, she found it right outside her door. But she's like, I have to put on pants. <laughs> that wasn't food that time, though. It was a cr- oh, it was a different delivery. Sorry. Putting on I, pants is honestly the hardest thing to do. And I don't think we talk about it enough. We should have a whole episode where we talk about like delivery culture in this country because I could tell you some stories. Like I've recorded this podcast while waiting on delivery food. For context, guys, I record in Korea between before America went daylight savings time. I recorded at 11 p.m. And now it's like midnight. And if I were to open my phone right now, there would still be delivery places. Like I could still get McDonald's delivered this late at night. Wish that was the case here. Remember there was a time when McDonald's didn't even have delivery. Right? (laughs) But like, is that stuff open on Christmas too? Yeah. Like nothing's really closed. Like it's a bank holiday. So like the banks are closed, but really like if they do close, they open by like 2 p.m. 
because like here everything is closed on Christmas Day so like my family does our traditions on Christmas Eve so like when we were kids we would be fucking bored on Christmas Day because we couldn't do anything and the only thing that was ever open ever were Chinese restaurants yeah that's so true that is so true it's always the Chinese restaurants or the Asian restaurants that are still open on Christmas Day and I'm like what uh last year we Christmas fell in the middle of the week so we got fucked over and only got one day off for work and you know what I did I went partying I got drunk I think getting drunk on Christmas is like the new tradition like Christmas Eve come home pre-game and then go party until like 9 a.m on Christmas morning I don't know how you make it all night. Is it just because I'm like old now that I can't even imagine that? No, I'm just like, I listen and I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't even day drink anymore. I have to take a nap if I do because I get so fucking tired. The trick to all night starting is you don't start until like midnight. But I will be asleep before that. See, this is That's why like, I could never go yeah. out. Because like I can't start at 10 p.m. I guarantee like once all three of us meet up, once ever the pandemic finishes and we all meet up, me and Aunt Roxy are going to be the ones like, wait, we can't keep up. Wait, hold on. Give us a sec. I'll be giving you guys Bacchus and be like, drink this. Stop wussying out. I'm a mother now, okay? I need my sleep. And by mother, I mean I have a dog. Did you bring Lucy to Korea? I don't think she would like it very much, <laughs> to be honest. She doesn't like change. In that long plane ride. It's an awful plane ride. If you've got, If you've ever flown to Asia from America it's like 13 hours and by like hour seven you just don't know what to do with yourself sometimes it's 18 depending on like if you have layovers worst um do we have any other Christmas stuff to talk about do you guys have any specific performances that you like I can't remember off the top of my head I guess the most memorable one as recently was when BTS covered holiday songs last year Oh, they did it recently, too. They were on ABC's, like, Christmas Carol thingy. Yeah, they were for the Disney songs. Um, no, but it was the performance they had with the little girl on stage. That one's the most memorable one that I can think of off the top of my head. I, I feel mean, like... The, go ahead, Roxy. I feel like I never have, like, specific favorites, but, like, I just love every year waking up and watching all of the performances from... Um, whichever music show it is because they have all the fun sets and the cute outfits and it's it makes me happy it's usually like the music show before christmas and since music the christmas is on a friday this year it's probably it's either gonna be m countdown or music bank so keep an eye out for that this year guys um one of i guess one of my favorite like groups to watch for christmas is twice Because you know that they always dress up in some sort of holiday, like, you know, outfit or like sometimes they're wearing the Santa outfits and stuff like that. I really always look forward to seeing what Twice will put out for Christmas, Um, whether it's just their original songs or covers. Um, But I'm just like, they're so cute. I've been falling in love with Twice again. (laughs) So I'm just like, Twice is like, yay, they're so cute. There are a couple groups that you can like always depend on for that one of the ones that's defunct now but uh that used to do christmas stuff is uh girls generation tts oh that whole their whole christmas album was really cute i haven't heard their christmas album i'm such a sham i feel like a lot of times the 
there's more like female group releases for Christmas stuff. And that's just probably because QT fits them better. But like, I feel like almost every girl group has had like one Christmas release. Literally all of them. Like, I know one that I actually kind of like, and I I didn't expect to like it, was uh, La Bombe's release last year. Like Fresh Winter, I think is the title. Yeah, so that actually transitions us into uh, the group that we've chosen for our underrated artist, uh, and that is Laboom, actually. So those who are not familiar with them, they are a five-member group that debuted in uh, 2014. Um, they were originally six members, but one of them left the group in 2017. And they're sort of a, a girl group that's been on the fringe um, for a while. I think their most popular member uh, is Solbin, and people know her from her solo activities and stuff. And she's actually been on variety shows talking about how she doesn't, she has difficulty like understanding why Laboom has such a hard time kind of taking off uh, and feels pressure around it and such. Um, from listening to their songs, like I really like their winter release and then their latest release, I think Firecracker was really good. Um, but I can, I can see how they're having issues and like, I'm no expert, but like their sound is all over the place. Like there's nothing that really like cements, cements them as the la boom sound do you know what i mean by that yeah like i like i mean if you've been a long time k-pop fan you you're at least aware of who la boom is um i don't personally gravitate towards their songs but i did listen to a few of their songs and it's just like it's like it's like for me it's, it's like i want to like them and be into them but there's something that's just like it's it doesn't pull me if you get what i mean I feel like they debuted a little, like, too early. I feel like their sound is perfect for what's popular now. And that if they were to, like, be given that extra push, they would gain some traction. Because listening to, not Firecracker, I messed up the name, Firework, it kind of sounds like what Twice is releasing now. And they're, like, grown-up sound. I wonder if part of it is, like, well, it probably is, is coming from a smaller label, especially back in 2014 like really before the like major k-pop boom sort of made things particularly difficult for them which company are they under again that should tell you how small it is are they nh media yes they are nh media aha uh-huh, that's right that the reason why i know la boom is because they're the younger sister group to you kiss that's the only reason like how i knew about them in the beginning i was just like oh they're part of Yukis's label. I mean, look where Yukis went. I mean, when did Yukis's sort of quote unquote decline start though? Was it around the time that they came out? Um I when did Yukis last release something? It was something like 2015, I remember because I have one of their songs, but I mean they're considered one of the earlier generation groups, so but members have been making slowly making their comeback back, doing their solo works. I will say that. Everybody's excited because Suhyun is active and I think he most recently or a group did like a cover for Yuki's song and he came out on stage and everyone's like, oh my God. And then the Maknae is busy acting. So they're still there, but most of the members are still in the military. 
Yeah, so for Laboom, it looks like they have not released anything since their winter track last year, um, which also, you know, doesn't really help put them in the spotlight. And I don't know. It's I kind of get what Amber says about like being all over the place. I covered their uh, comeback with Turn It On, which I think was a good song. Like it was good, but like not necessarily memorable. There's like a there's an X factor there that's kind of missing, I think. I will say Turn It On belongs in a Halloween episode because zombies, zombies everywhere. Yeah, that music video actually featured You Kisses June as like the main zombie. Um, it was a little confusing because the whole the whole point of the music video was to like make him become sentient again, even though he was a zombie. Kind of spooky, but like not not super. So how are we feeling overall for the group? Would this be a group that we listen to like on the regular or personally? Uh, like, I mean, I know that they've been around for a long time and I do want to give them the chance. It's just that there's nothing for me that is piquing my interest that can really like, oh, I want to like actively listen to them some more. But if they do come up, it's not like I'm going to skip them. I feel like they're they're missing something and getting that something is the difficult thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it, I think it comes down to maybe a company's decision on picking like a direction to go if that makes sense and maybe pushing harder for a promotion as well i definitely agree but their christmas song is really fun i'll give them that it's cute like i i would listen to it during the christmas times i think we just need more christmas releases in general i'm just saying i just want more k-pop <laughs> christmas releases in general i know i feel like this year was super bleak in that department and I guess it's because with everything going on but at the same time I like it's because of everything going on that I want more of this because this year has been terrible can I just like have have something do you know what I mean you should knock on wood because Christmas is next week and you know what happens when we're like oh there's not enough releases and they hit us with all the releases I want that cries and rider <laughs> we'd have so much to cover <laughs> right I mean, uh, I don't know if it's a holiday release. We have Beckhead releasing something. Oh yeah, that one was that one's a little. It's a little fuzzy on whether or not he's going for like a Christmas theme or not. It's a little ambiguous. Though, um, I mean, it's not the same because EXO has always been really good about doing Christmas releases. And I mean, I know we're down a few members, but something, please, EXO, you're known for it too. Yeah, come on, EXO, and like all shiny is all here. Where is our Christmas release, Shiny? Look, I wouldn't even care if Shiny just did Last Christmas again. I would be hype as fuck. I think we just all crave for that holiday cheer from K-pop right now. Well, I guess, you know, we'll just have to wait and see because by the time this episode comes out, Amber's right, we could be bombarded with everything under the sun between now and then. She's going to blow up our group chat. Didn't I just call it? (laughs) 100%. I'm like, God damn it. You spoke it into existence. We need more of it a little bit. But yeah, um, I think we're good to wrap up for today. So any final thoughts from you guys? As this actually does come out on Christmas Day in America and the other half of the world, I hope your Christmas is full of good things and I hope it's socially distanced and you're having a good time and having yummy foods while you're listening to us rant about things. 
um, for our listeners out there just wanting to wish you a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas. Um, I hope you stay warm, stay safe. Please just try to be as safe as possible this year. Um, I know we all want to be around um, a lot of our loved ones and I know it's not possible right now, but you know, we get a do over next year. Guaranteed, we get a do do over next year. And I just hope you all enjoy your holidays, enjoy your day off. If Christmas isn't a thing for you, just enjoy relaxing and having your self-care me time. And yeah, happy holidays. And hopefully at least something goes well for Christmas this year after the way the year has been too. All right. So as always, follow us on social media to see what we have coming up um, as we get to the end of 2020 finally feels like it's been 18 years uh but just keep an eye on our website we always have new content coming out there so this has been the craze cast and we'll see you all next week thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.